Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm Tracy Barnett, your host and narrator. Heroes, we are still feeling the holiday season here at One Shot as we have this and one more episode to go to wrap up our series of Brindlewood Bay. As I mentioned, this series was just a, an utter delight, and playing with Jen and Shannon and Tim was was a blast. So go make sure you check out the stuff that they do on Fortunate Horse. It is well worth your time. And with all that out of the way, we're going to get right to the show. We cut back to the show and uh, the three of you are in the kitchen. Skylar has has taken you there and has gotten a like a cold damp cloth for Artemis's head, glass of water, uh, sat down at the at the kitchen table, and she sort of looks over the two of you and says, "Well, you're obviously here to investigate." I can tell you that I didn't do it. So, what do you want to know? Why would anyone want to do it? Because as much as I hate him, my brother's right. She's rich. A lot of these people aren't. Everett has enough money. I'm certainly, and she sort of gestures to her flowing clothes and how beautiful she obviously is. I'm doing fine for myself. So it must be one of the others. Are you trying to tell me that there was no uh, sort of inter-family support system already? I mean, would she really leave a family member to dry to the point that they would consider murder? Did you ever meet my great-aunt? She I was mean, the most stingy, yeah. selfish, meanest, and absolute worst person to be around that I've ever had the displeasure of encountering in my entire life. I mean, I have a mother-in-law and I don't want to kill her. Was your mother-in-law a millionaire who wouldn't give a penny to those that she deemed unworthy? Good point, child. Continue. She paid for Everett's rise to stardom, but I had to make do on my own. So can you give me a list? Who in the family did she cut off from funds? So, that is a much more prying question, which says to me that it is time for you to meddle. Yay! You are rolling at disadvantage, however, because you still mm -hmm. are dazed. I think after this scene, because this is television time, right? You've had a, a glass of water and a chance to recover. Uh, you'll, you'll be doing fine, but I want to see what happens uh, right now when you roll 3d6 plus the stat of your choice and take the worst two dice. Okay, um, and the stat of my choice will be... I want to say this is reason, because I think this is a good question. 
okay. know what I mean? Sure. I'm fine with that. And that's plus, and that's a one, so. Okay. Okay, so three, that's four. Okay, so I had three, a three, and a six. So you take the two threes and add one. Okay, so that's seven. That's seven. So you get your clue. She she looks at you, and she smiles a very like strange and secretive smile, and she begins humming the 12 days of Christmas, and she stands up, and she has like this, this, this tiny, like irresponsibly small purse clutch thing with her, and she opens it up while she's still humming, and she pulls out a slip of paper and sets it on the table... And walks out as she finishes. <laughs> oh my god. So, it's true. She did have five golden rings that she gave to her most beloved, her most <laughs> beloved family members. That was a rumor I made up. No, no, no. Don't you remember the lyric? So, five golden rings. <laughs> If, a partridge in a pear tree. Oh my god, they've got fresh pears here. If, oh, it's Avery's last name. If you <gasps> if you look at the the paper, it is the lyrics to the Twelve Days of Christmas, but it is a parody version where each of the lyrics are a scathing indictment of the entire Hawthorne family. <gasps> so what you have is a clue, but the complication is that you got no specific direction from Skylar, right? She just gave you this like mocking version of the song. And so if you want to do the, the partridge conclusion, that is absolutely a conclusion your character can make, but just know that it is based off of a complication mechanically. Right, right, right. Well, well, well. This is interesting. Fuck, the 12 days of Christmas. And each person, uh, scathed by the hand of Amelia herself, it seems. I'm assuming, actually. I'm assuming this has been by the hand of Amelia herself. Is that correct? You don't have any other comparisons to know whose handwriting it is at this point. Okay. Oh. Oh, and guess what? Guess what? And Ruby pulls out the present from under her sweater. Mm Mm-hmm. And she opens it. Uh, so... This is a uh, a dog collar that is encrusted with gemstones. And Ruby has been around. Ruby knows a deal. Ruby can immediately tell that these are not the finest of of gems. They're also not fakes. Huh. Interesting. And the and the light sort of reflects off it's very, very sparkly. And I think this is when Marla finds you all in the kitchen. <gasps> Ladies, <gasps> what have we found out? Because right now I have a a movie star in a wall. <laughs> a movie, movie star, star in a, in a wall. wall? Who are you, Sandy yes. Kenyon? <laughs> Not Sandy Kenyon. Can you imagine him saying something like that? Oh, today there's a movie star in a wall with wall wall cop. Wait. Yes, no, no, it's Everett. Everett's got stuck in the wall because I found a secret passageway, and now he's in the wall. But please tell me you have more information than I have. Well, I found I found this uh, very fancy dog collar, but it sounds like it's been on. It looks like it was bought on sale or something. 
Hmm. That seems not like Amelia. Hmm. And 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 we've been told that the, we've been given a, a parody and another clue. We've been given a parody, a parody, a parody, a parody of the twelve days of Christmas. But everyone is, but instead of the instead of the twelve days, it's the twelve awful family members, and everyone is being scathed to, to the nth degree. <gasps> hmm. Is Ladies. there anyone missing from that parody sheet? Uh, yeah, all, I mean, it, all the family members are present and accounted for. All of them. Yes. Okay. And I mean, and there are distant family members that like are not here tonight who are ah, obviously not okay. involved because there aren't a total of 12, but like everyone is present and accounted for. And that's including Chestnut? Uh, no, Chestnut is, no, Chestnut is not mentioned in the song. That's ex- It's excluding Chestnut. Yes, okay. it is excluding Chestnut. It is only the human members of the family. Hmm. <laughs> And Chestnut's gone. Where's Chestnut? Um, uh, we've lost Chestnut. <gasps> well, maybe we should try to find Chestnut. Maybe Chestnut knows where we should be looking. Mm-hmm. Let's go look. All right. Where else have we not gone? There is the the Christmas room. Oh, let's go to the Christmas. I want to see how they decorate the Christmas tree. How festive. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to my... Uh, you all uh, head back out uh, through the foyer. Uh, you, as Look you, at this foyer! As you walk Look at this through, big old foyer! You glance to the side and you notice that Jimmy is no longer in the chair. Clock that brute. He's a big old asshole. He pushed me back and I bumped in my head. If I see him again, I'm going to oh. give him the third degree. I think I'll give him much more than the third degree. Give him a piece of my mind. Yeah, a piece of your mind. And you have so many degrees, I imagine, that even a piece of your degree is probably like, because uh, you, you're very, uh, uh, a piece of your mind would probably be like a master's degree, you know? <laughs> you're too kind, Artemis. Thank you. You find yourselves in front of the door to the Christmas room. Uh, the wrapping paper is a bright metallic red. The ribbon running down it is a very vibrant green. Uh, and it looks like there, like if you if you see it from the right angle, there's actually snowflakes like in relief on the red part that, that shine just a slightly different uh, color. Like when, 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 yeah, it's 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 foiled differently, so you can make them out when the light hits them r- the right way. This is very fancy wrapping paper. <laughs> it's never on sale. That's why I never buy it. Oh, you can't go with the sale wrapping papers. I know you always like the sale, but like when it comes to wrapping paper, you want people to know that they they matter. You can get a gift on sale. That's fine by me. But when it comes to wrapping paper, you want to pay top dollar or make it yourself out of magazine. You come back to me when you have eight grandchildren. That's true, actually. I didn't put myself <laughs> into your shoes, your beautiful shoes. I didn't put myself... I forgot how, ma- how, much are, how many are in your lineage. And that must be hard every year to get all the wrapping paper for that. That Yeah, because I couldn't see wrapping paper. That's what, like five gifts, maybe? Maybe. Maybe. Not even. Not even Marla something. Marla opens the door. <laughs> As you open the door, you hear the door is so thick that it sort of muffles sound from the other side. And as you open it, you hear instrumental music playing. Uh, It's uh, Deck the Halls is currently playing. This room is a Christmas wonderland. 
right? You can tell from the ambient sound that there are like speakers hidden behind things. There is uh, a fireplace uh, with a white mantle that has garland and red candles on it. There are uh, ho- there's holly hanging from the garland. There is a Christmas tree extravagantly extravagantly decorated and lit in one corner. Uh, off to the right side, there is a model train set and a Christmas village that the train is running through. And like the the village is very very well put together like some of the 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 figures in there are slightly animatronic like there's a a man that will bow to a woman there's a couple ice skating on a pond uh, and there is a stack of presents off to the side next to the tree it's such a large stack of presents that it wouldn't fit under the tree so it's its own arrangement of stuff and the whole thing is apparently like this year round so my question uh, yeah, it's her. It's her Christmas room. One of the uh, one of the relatives mentioned uh, mentioned this, and Marla, you know that this was one of the stops on the tour. Mm. So I'm going to ask Artemis this question: The room is decorated for Christmas year round. Does it feel warm and inviting to you, or oppressive? Uh, to me, it feels uh, feels warm and inviting. This is a woman inviting room. This is the perfect room for Christmas. Oh my gosh, you see all the choo-choo train going around? I got Polar Express alert. Where's Tom Hanks? Polar Express <laughs> And look at all these, look at all these presents. I mean, hey, somebody tell Jack Skeleton to leave these be. I don't want to see them scarified. And, and Ru- uh, Yes? Ruby walks over to the presents and runs a finger on them. Is it clean or is there dust? Uh, it is clean. Ah, yes, somebody has maintained this room. Yes, someone maintained this room very well. You hear (gasps) a voice say, and you look over, and sitting in a chair that was partially obscured by a lot of of hanging garland, you see Magdalena in her her black ruffled shirt and her, her pencil skirt shuffling her deck of tarot cards. Oh, Magdalena was it. Yes. Are you a fan of the holidays? Well, Christmas is... She looks around the room. Commercial in its nature, but there's always... There's a spiritual energy around events that people put their faith in, wouldn't you say? I would say people put their some faith in this spiritual energy around events. I do think it's true. Mm. I think events, just in general, get a good way of holiday. Yeah, I should like to put my faith in events, yes. Yeah, events are something to look forward to, something to see people, push your boundaries, something to put on the calendar and go, well, I can't that day because I have an event that day. So, yeah, I think there's something powerful about events, be they Christmas, be they Christmas or not. Hello? Magdalena? <laughs> oh, I'm here. I'm simply reading your aura. Your energy is fascinating. Oh, thank you. What's the color of the energy, if I can be presumptuous enough to ask after you? Well, my mere mortal words couldn't do it justice. I think that the cards will have to tell you. (gasps) Yes! Okay. (laughs) And uh, Tracy is reaching for an actual uh, tarot deck. So... Now, uh, my question to you, uh, Artemis, is are you 
wanting in-game information out of this? Is this something that's going to have a die roll, or are you just wanting, are you just going to let Magdalena do a tarot reading for you? I want in-game information. Okay, excellent. So, I want to solve the mystery. Awesome. <laughs> but my head hurts so much. Uh, your head, your head is recovered enough for you to not have to worry about the dice at this point in time. Um, so okay. your your, your, yeah, the, your your disadvantage is gone. The Christmas energy of the room has uh, uh, filled filled. Uh, my heart has grown two sizes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And to make up, and for the other organs to make up, uh, they had they push <laughs> against my brain, which ended up having a massaging effect. Uh, um, mm. uh, uh, and I think our, our, you know, our resident neuroscience scientist can confirm that this is sort of. <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah, That's yeah. how it works. That's how it works. Okay. Yeah. Emotional. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when Magdalena looks at you, and she she's like really staring at you, and her her shuffling sort of. The other two of you notice her. The, her movements aren't changing. Like there's nothing that she's doing differently, but the sound of the cards seems to get louder it's starting to almost drown out the christmas music that's that's playing there's there's an intensity to it that is odd to see and mm. artemis as you are uh, the one who is directly party to this you can kind of see magdalena's eyes like it's almost like she's looking into you it's a it's a very unsettling feeling so I am going to ask you to roll your clue, uh, your your meddling move, with advantage, and yeah, I'm just going to have you roll it with advantage, uh, and you get to add plus two to this. Wow. Regardless, because the the approach seems to be a relatively interpersonal one, but there's something else going on here. Roll two. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, uh, so roll three dice, take the best two, and add two to the result. Ooh, that's 13. Wow. Okay, so on a 12 plus, you're going to get a clue. You also find a void clue, or you learn something Ooh. about the dark conspiracy in Brindlewood Bay. So she looks at you, and the, the, the void clue is going to come first. She begins dealing out the tarot cards. And it's a little unfortunate that I have the tarot deck out here, but this is the clue because we won't need my actual cards. She flips over the first one, and it is the devil. <gasps> and she looks at it, she says, hmm, interesting. And she flips over the second one, and it's the devil. Oh. No. <gasps> she says, ah, yes, I see. And she flips over the third one. No. And it's the devil. No. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. No. 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 Ruby does a sign of a cross. <laughs> no. No, it can't be. No, it can't be. A uh, uh, triple devil. That's that. That's awful. That, what does that mean? Is that I? Does that mean that I'm too proud? <laughs> I always thought of myself as a different sin. 
gluttony. But you're telling me pride is my sin? Like the devil? That's what Ruby you're trying is, to tell me? Ruby's counting on her fingers. How many cards are in the tarot deck anyway? Can you have three devils? That's a good point. Can you can't? I I, oh. I I really I like that Artemis was just sort of like diving into this because Magdalene is not saying anything. She's just mm. looking at you and you can feel her gaze like intensifying the more that you basically give your own interpretation of these cards, right? As as you're like pulling things out of yourself. Does this mean I'm prideful? Does this mean I look good in red? Does, does this mean does this mean that I am the master of the opposing end of the goodness? Does it mean that I uh, I am reigning? Maybe it means I'm reigning. Because we all know that it reigns in hell. Maybe I'm reigning. Ooh. I don't... I turn to my friends. Do you feel like I am? I reign over you? I thought we had a very connected... I thought we sort of share... I thought we were very collectivism was a part of our... I should like to think that we're on equal footing, yeah. But, okay, yes, okay. I, just, I wouldn't think so. Okay, just, I'm treating the cards. I'm trying to figure out... Magdalena, how do you interpret this? You turn around to look at Magdalena, and the entire room goes dark. What the <gasps> hug? And 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 you and you <gasps> feel that sort of... Uh, that presence of electricity that's like sort of gone from the house for a split second. And when <gasps> it comes back on, and you look, and Magdalena's not in the chair that she was... <gasps> That she was in. Oh my gosh, she's murdered. And you hear Where did she you go? hear her voice from the door. And she says, The cards say what they will, and your interpretations are your own. I am merely the vessel for the message. That's such bullshit. And That's such bullshit. And as she <laughs> such bullshit. As she leaves, <laughs> she shuts the door and hey. uh, with the, the the with the slam of the door. You also hear a uh, a tinkling sound as an ornament falls off of the Christmas tree. <gasps> Marla runs over to the tree to see what fell. Uh, what fell is uh, it looks like uh, it's one of those like classic glass ornaments, right? That looks kind of metallic and shiny. Uh, it's obviously hand painted, but the ornament itself is almost like a caricatured version of Everett, the movie star. You, you remember Skylar's words and sort of the introduction about uh, how he was uh, chubby and had a huge nose. And you can see the same look in this ornament. It's, it's like, it's definitely him with those features, but they're exaggerated. So, right. So the nose is really big and it's like this mm. cherubic looking boy who looks really kind of happy, but it's obviously exaggerating those particular things that Skylar mentioned. Mm. Mm. <gasps> what? Interesting. How interesting. I wonder why she would have such an ornament on her tree. Perhaps she likes to shame her family members. <gasps> Perhaps she would mm. like to make them feel inferior to her or remind them of times when their insecurities could take over to manipulate them. I'm assuming everyone speaks so poorly of her. Do you think that she uh, held that over him? Perhaps. This... I'm, and she slips the ornament in her pocket and she goes, I'm gonna keep this just in case. Okay, but... Speaking of Everett, what? did I tell you he's in the wall? What? What do you mean the wall? 
Well, I was in the office and I accidentally opened up the passageway. Everett went straight in, locked himself in, and then I think maybe fell. Are you telling me he oh. might be dead? A panel on the wall <laughs> swings open <gasps> and Everett falls out. <gasps> speak of the and devil! Speak of the devil? Speak <laughs> of the three devil! Everett, are you dead? <laughs> uh, Marla goes over and shakes him. He could be acting. Uh, you shake him and he, like... What uh, 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 happened? Where were you? I was in, in the wall. Yes, but... Oh, did you get hit? What happened? I, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I, I went in there and I closed the door behind me just like I used to do when I was a kid. And next thing I know, I'm here in the Christmas room. This place always gives me the creeps. So that passageway you were in, does it lead to more than just the the office to the Christmas room? Oh yeah, there's they're all over the they're all over the place. <gasps> Let's explore the secret rooms, the secret passages. Will you show us? Oh, I and he's kind of like pulling himself together now. Uh, no, I, I, you know, the departed's memory and all that. Uh, Auntie wouldn't have wouldn't have liked it if I if I did that. Um, well, she's not around anymore, and we're here to solve her death. And we need to know everything we need to know about her death so we can get us so we so we can solve it. And and you, oh, she wouldn't like it anymore. No, no, sir, you are gonna help us go through these rooms so we can find out who did it. Unless you've got something to hide. Unless you have something to do with it. This seems to me like a night move. Ooh. Yeah. So who wants to be responsible for for the die roll on this one? It seems like it's either going to be Ruby or Artemis. Yeah. I'll we do can't it. teamwork test. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm kidding. You go ahead. Take it. What are you afraid will happen if you fail or lose your nerve trying to convince Everett to aid you in this investigation? I think the worst thing that could happen is that it'd make him want to quit acting. Um <gasps> And I don't know why. I just know that actors are like weird temperamental. <laughs> so something about this situation might make him quit acting. Would be a shame for me because I'm a fan of his work. Gotcha. Um, and that is the worst thing I can imagine happening. <laughs> and it would bring me psychic damage to know that there would be no more Kirk Huntington movies, or if they, or that he would, that there would be a recasting. That would give me psychic damage because I like that movie so much. <laughs> Not only would that happen, but. It would specifically be like Everett will publicly blame you for it. <gasps> yeah. 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 Like it's not just going to be Everett Hawthorne quits acting, but Everett Hawthorne quits acting because Wow. Brindlewood Bay resident Artemis left hander convinced him to like it's gonna be that sort of narrative line. So Okay. Yeah. Okay, uh, you still want to go through with it? Yeah. Okay, then uh, <laughs> tell me what stat you're using and roll 2d6. What you all think? I feel like... Um, hmm. Mm, Where do you have a better stat in? Composure or reason? Uh, compo I mean, okay. composure and reason are the same for me. So I guess... Oh. I feel like almost... I mean, I, I don't have a good stat in vitality, but that seems like it's what this is, right? 
Vitality is when your actions involve strength, dexterity, endurance, uh, athleticism, or raw physicality. Composure is a steady hand, a calm disposition, or intense concentration. Reason, if you're studying books, researching. Presence, if you're trying to charm someone, intimidate someone, or capture someone's imagination. Presence. So, presence. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's presence. presence. Okay. So, what, what am I rolling again? 2d6 plus whatever your presence is. Eight. Eight. So, on a seven to nine, you do it or hold steady, but there is a complication or cost. He says, fine. Fine. I'll show you. Good. But. What? 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 A butt? Okay. What? I, I have a recommendation. Go for it, yeah. That seeing him wilt under pressure just, like, ruined the vision for me, and now I, a huge fan of his movies, can't really enjoy them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I like that interpersonally. I want there to be a narrative uh a narrative cost consequence, consequence yeah. to it. This is a narrative this is a literally a narrative consequence. <laughs> I want there to be a consequence for solving the mystery. Yeah, mm. this I think yeah though, I think this one Okay, no yeah. no, 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 no. I've I I I I've got the consequence. Okay. You are <laughs> not just like not into his movies anymore but being around him is a distraction for you because your view of him has been so changed and altered that anytime that you're in a scene with Everett you're going to roll disadvantage okay mm. your, yeah. your your condition is called disillusioned okay <gasps> okay Ugh. all right help us but geez you really lost some luster in my eyes like I care what you think. Oh, fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, heroes, and welcome to the mid-roll. Heroes, my family and I are going to be having a baby in something like five days. Who knows? He may have come early. We're not sure at all. It is going, it's wonderful, it's weird, it's exciting, and... I just want to thank all of you for everything that you do for the network, which means that I can do this work. And if you are feeling extra motivated, you will find links to our registry, my PayPal, and my Venmo in the show notes. You have no obligation, obviously, to do anything uh, other than listen to these words, maybe. Heck, maybe you fast-forwarded right past them. I have no idea. I still want to thank you for listening to One Shot and for making this job possible and for meaning that I can spend time with my family as uh, as we're welcoming this new addition to our lives. Uh, these are all pre-recorded, obviously, because I am actually off on parental leave for the entire month of January so I can uh, help my wife recover and so I can help introduce our new boy to his sister. So yeah, it's a uh, it, it, it's wild and crazy, and I don't know what to expect. Uh, future me is probably super anxious right now because we're we're so very very close. But anyway, I appreciate you. I appreciate your support, and thank you for everything that you do for the network. With all that out of the way, let's get back to the show. So where do you want to go? Um, uh, I feel like we want to just see where all these paths lead to. You know, we want to, oh, we want to get a good grasp. We haven't gone to the bedroom yet. <gasps> take us true. Now, don't take this the wrong way, but take us to the bedroom. 
he looks at you, Amelia, and he kind of scoffs. And he looks at you, Marla, and he smirks. And he says, fine, the bedroom it is. And then he walks toward the regular door. No, take us through the... No, take us through We're the... We're not going to go through the secret passage. Yeah, that's what it all was about. If the secret passage went to the bedroom, don't you think I would have taken you that way? And he walks oh. out the door and heads down the hallway. There's no secret passage to the bedroom. Hmm. Interesting. Down the hallway to the bedroom. It's not that far. Uh, the bedroom is... Honestly, you expected more, right? The rest of the house is pretty ostentatious. There's not even, like you'd imagine you walk in here and there's the big four-post canopy bed, you know, with the lavish dressers and the and the doors that obviously lead to the walk-in closets and an ensuite bathroom, like the whole thing. It just kind of looks like a bedroom. It's, it's kind of mm. modest compared to the rest of the house. What do you see in the bedroom that indicates to you that she had a much softer heart than her public persona would have had you believe? She has a diary Mm -hmm. that's open to a page saying that says, "It, it pains me that so many people have a poor opinion of me. Oh. Oh. I really wish... I was better with people, but I just choke up. Mm. That's she that's has <laughs> like the the closet door might be a little open, mm-hmm. and she has every fundraising T shirt hanged like nicely. Oh, mm. that's sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and next to her bed, she um has a. A copy of A Christmas Carol mm-hmm. and if you look through it you'll see every time Ebenezer Scrooge does something mean she writes avoid this <laughs> oh, <laughs> notes notes for herself how, how, to, how to act by not acting like Ebenezer Scrooge <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so Everett says yep this is the bedroom oh uh, I need to check one thing real quick. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> uh, her body is in this room. By the way, ah! <laughs> she's on her bed with like the pearls tightly around her neck, and Everett just sort of like goes to sit on the bed. Oh, ew! What do you do? Cause it, cause it's a crime scene. Yeah. Everett, no, what did I say about the crime scene? No touching, no sitting, no sitting, up, up, up. You never said anything about the crime scene, but whatever, I guess. And he sort of leaves and goes to lean against the the doorframe. Ruby gets kind of closer to the body and looks at the pearl necklace Mm -hmm. and then looks around the room. Is there any other jewelry just anywhere? Go ahead and roll your meddling move. (laughs) be careful mm -hmm. ruby don't get too close you don't want to catch the strangulation (laughs) catching strangulation what you cannot catch strangulation we've been through this yeah well guess what have you ever heard of a christmas miracle uh and this is reason (laughs) by the way 
Ah, yes. Okay. Uh, so that's a eight plus one. So that's a nine. nine. Okay. Ooh. So you you look around the room and you see that there there is some other jewelry. There are jewelry boxes, uh, sort of scattered, uh, not scattered, but they're sitting here and there. It looks like all of the stuff that you would expect to find in like if you if you pull one of them open, you see pretty nice jewelry. Like it's it's the stuff that you would have seen. Uh, Amelia Ware, like out and about, like you recognize a couple pieces that she always, uh, she always had on her. You also see a piece of paper, sort of full, uh, sort of sticking out of um, uh, a drawer, like it had been like shoved back in there uh, hastily. And if you, well, uh, I'll just leave it at that. You see, you see a piece of paper sticking out of a drawer. What do you do? As Ruby is thinking back of all the portraits and photos we've seen of Amelia, mm-hmm. is does the jewelry match? Like, does she like to wear the pearls? Uh, yeah, you've seen the pearl necklace on her a few different times. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, and Ruby is kind of uh, thinking, 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 but then like, ah, oh, what's this said? <laughs> and she pulls the paper. Um, the complication is that Everett says, huh, and pulls it right out of your hand. <gasps> and... And flips it open. Last will and testament. And he reads through it and he goes, oh, this isn't great Aunt Amelia's. This was from great Aunt Amelia's parents. This is the the will that got her rich. Oh, I was wondering. (laughs) And he just starts laughing. What's so funny? What's so funny? Why are you laughing when your great aunt is right here? <sighs> they left him out. All of it who? went to her. <laughs> left who out? No wonder. What? Wait, explain. What happened? The complication is he doesn't explain. He just leaves chuckling. <gasps> With the paper. So so you have found a clue. It is the will and testament. And I will, I'll I'll remind you real quick of the lineage because I think you can put it all together like your, your characters can. So it's Amelia's parents, right? It's their, it's their will and testament. Her brother was Thomas. The Mm -hmm. the person who is her financial advisor. right? Right. Right. And Everett just said they left it all to her and they cut him out of it. Okay, we gotta talk to Thomas that, cause this is what happened. I get it. I I have a theory, and tell me if you think I'm crazy. Always tell me if you think I'm crazy. But the- I always think you're crazy, Artemis. Oh, don't tell me that if you always think so. <laughs> well, tell me if you think I'm, I'm been just kidding. I'm pulling your chain. Oh, stop it! Merry Christmas. Um, <laughs> so, so you know, I think Thomas originally st- he got he got taken out of the will. And he built that resentment over the years and then mm. decided to kill her now because he wanted the Christmas gift. And he was tired of it, and so he killed her to get the money. That's what I think. Why killed he... his own sister? Yes. Sometimes years go by can degrade the humanity of uh, individuals. Well, if he was so angry about it, why would he be the financial advisor to the family? 
So he can still have his eyes on the funds. So he still knows mm. what's happened. It's where of the legal and monetary uh, uh, situation for everyone involved. He may have even framed somebody else because he was aware of their um, lack of funds. So we were trying to look for who wasn't going to get the... Um, who wasn't going to be in her will. That could be a wild ghost chase when it's really Thomas himself. <gasps> Let's go find him. I think we shall go find him. I think we shall go find him. Oh, you sound like you're in the Lord of the Rings. Thank you. I've been watching a lot of <laughs> recently. Oh, really? The new show on Amazon? <laughs> yes, it's a little disappointing, but... It's just probably fun to be back in that world for a little bit, eh? Exactly. Yes. You leave the room and we hear startled gasps from all three of you as we cut <gasps> to commercial. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, weed's legal now, but how are you going to smoke it? Try a bong. <laughs> bongs. Local bongs. Glass with Rick and Morty on it. Or plastic. Whatever, man. They're all bongs. Bongs. If you're looking for a more fancy bong, we've got that too. Fancy bongs. Ones with pictures of diamonds on it. Not actual diamonds, but pictures of them. On sale now for the holiday season. Use the code HOLIDAYBONG for a discount. Bing bong, bing bong. Come on bing. down to Billy's Bong House where you'll find everything for your bonging needs. Bong on, just, brother. Bing bong, bing bong. And just to be totally clear, we are not a legal dispensary, so if you want flour, go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. And we come back to the show and... You all gasped because standing in front of you just outside of her bedroom door, as you see Everett, like you hear him laughing down the stairs, he's, he's out of sight, is standing Mother Hawthorne, draped in her furs. Oh, she's standing. Cane in one hand. Yeah. She. Oh. Did, did I say she was in a wheelchair before? Or maybe I just pictured it. Eh, I don't remember. Either way, exactly. she's standing. It's still It's surprising no matter what. Mother Hawthorne, what are you doing here? You're as silent as the night, the holy night, where all is calm and all is bright. Who's taking care of you today, dear lady, dear lady? She doesn't say anything. She raises an arm. And, like, as she does, the hallway seems to get, like, darker, like the shadows seem to stretch. (gasps) It's very ghost of Christmas yet to come. And a gnarled oh. finger just sort of points at the doorway to the bedroom. <gasps> the bedroom we just left? Yes. Yeah. Or we're at the door of it. So Marla uh, goes to take Mother Hawthorne's arm and lead her towards the, the bedroom. All right. That is going to be a roll. Um, <gasps> and this feels very much like a night move. This, this is a risky thing to do, though you, the character, may not know why. What are you afraid will happen if you fail at successfully guiding this elderly woman into the bedroom? <laughs> she, um, maybe that, uh, she falls? I don't know. It's terrible, but yeah. Well, and, yeah. And I will say that as you reach out for her, her hand, the shadows seem to get darker and darker. Like, it's okay. creepy getting near this lady. Okay, maybe that... Sh- maybe she's... 
Maybe she's more dangerous than we know. Okay. So maybe, maybe like, I'll be uh, rendered unconscious. Okay. Um, I will say that if you fail, I'm going to give you one of the void clues. But you, okay. your character will be unable to actually express what it is. It will just be a vision seared mm. into your mind. Mm. Oh my god! All okay. Right. Okay. So this seems very much just like composure. Just like, hey, I'm going to help okay. her. I'm going to keep my nerves steady as I'm getting close to this creepy woman. Uh, sure. So go ahead and make your roll. Okay, I'm going to. Six plus one, so I got seven. You do it and hold steady, but there is a complication or a cost. So you are going to have the condition frightened. Touching this woman's <gasps> hand scares the ever-loving shit out of you. <gasps> Marla? Oh my. Okay. Marla, Marla, sit down. I'm, I'm going to go to Marla, try to, try to hold her steady. No, uh, oh, I see the shadows. I see the shadows. Oh, my goodness. Look at you. You're, you're seeing Jacob Marley's left and right. Oh. <sighs> Is it dark in here? Someone turn on a light. I'm snapping my fingers in front of her face. It's sorry. It's been the same. It's okay. It's okay. What is Don't the... come up on me so quickly. What is the mother doing? Uh, so she is starting to shuffle forward into the room, and Marla, you're walking with her like you're helping her along, but you're reacting the way that you're reacting, which is <sighs> perfection. <laughs> ah, cobwebs everywhere. <laughs> she, once again, we are, in a, are we in a Halloween? Are we in a Halloween? That's the wrong holiday, Marla. That's exactly why I'm worried that we're happy to be on Halloween when we should be on Christmas Day. It's not that there's cobwebs in the hallways, but it's like they're in my mind. Whoa, that is poet. Are you all not a writer? Because you are poetic. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, that that works. You use a little more poetry to it. But you're scared. I can get it. I'm sorry. I'll help you. When Mother Hawthorne crosses the threshold of the room, the entire room seems to shift and change. A little bit. You hear (gasps) the same music that you heard in the Christmas room. And for a second, it seems like you're in the Christmas room again, except that the Christmas tree is in the middle of the room where the bed is (gasps) right now. And you get the impression that you should not look at it. If you look at the Christmas tree in particular, you're going to see something horrible that you cannot unsee. So what I would like both Artemis and Ruby to do is to roll the night move with composure to avoid looking at the tree. <gasps> That's two rolls? Uh, it's one roll for each of you. Oh, no. So, I got a six. Okay, you got a six? Uh, well, yes. I, 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 so that's your result. What did you get, uh, Ruby? Uh, I got a five. Okay, so you both failed. I would like mm-hmm. each of you individually to tell me what will happen because you failed and then it's my job to tell you how it's worse oh no um it's like looking at a tree right we're looking at something yeah like this this weird impression of a christmas tree that's where it's it's in the room where the dead body is right now 
I'm worried that I'm gonna look at this Christmas tree and it's gonna be totally Halloweenified, which is the wrong holiday. Um, and it's also kind of scary. And I'm, I'm worried uh, it's gonna be covered yeah. with spider webs and mm, pumpkins and mm, mummies mm, and wolfman. Yeah. yeah, Ruby is similarly afraid that this will ruin Christmas. This Christmas. It is going to be far worse than that because <gasps> you both look up at the tree and your your initial impressions are absolutely correct. This tree does look like it's from Halloween Town as opposed to being a Christmas tree, right? There are shadows almost like dripping off of it and, and patches where needles have fallen out. The, the needles themselves are black instead of green. And the lights are like this very eerie, pale blue and white that are kind of blinking. For a second, they almost look like stars. Like, or stars reflected in the ocean water. Oh, God. <gasps> oh, terrifying. And then you look at it more closely and you see that the trunk of the tree is actually Amelia herself. Oh. And all of the branches are growing out of her body. And each oh. of the stars, quote unquote, is a pearl from the necklace that seems to be reflecting a different light. And it's all one strand. And you think that if you looked at it long enough, if you could just if you could just look at it long enough, you would be able to trace the trail of where they start to where they end, but you keep losing the thread of the strand and trying to start again. And then without warning, there's like this inverse pressure and all of your ears pop. And the room is as it was before. And when you look to your left, Marla, Mother Hawthorne isn't there anymore. Where'd she go? <laughs> Is anyone feeling like it's a little bit scary in this room? I'm All the ladies in this house walk really fast. I'm just sort of feeling right now, and I didn't really... I've been trying to not do this the whole time, but I'm just like, this is where we are now. I'm sort of feeling right now that Christmas is a ruined. I know! I really love shopping for my children! And I just feel like this season, it's like this feeling of the season, it's just, it's been totally corrupted by this awful family. Aren't you sad? This family makes me so sad. Ladies... Ladies, I think what we're feeling is a little bit overwhelmed, and I think what could maybe help is if we all, you know, maybe did something nice for ourselves. Maybe we should, maybe, why don't we go back into the holiday room, and why don't we have Artemis take a couple photos of us that make us, make us start to feel a little better. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's festive. A nice festive portrait sh shoot. Yeah, let's have a fashion shoot. Yeah, that's it. A fashion shoot. We'll do a little fashion shoot and we'll feel all better. That'll make you feel better. Yeah. Okay, ladies. He takes out camera and starts waltzing downstairs. Let's go. And we, we lock arms going down the stairs. Uh, so it's not, it's just at the end of the hallway. This is, this is, we go, back up, <laughs> oh, we go back up the stairs. Oh, we go back up the stairs. Oh, that was the wrong but, room. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of one shot features music from the following artists christmas shopping by adam sabin 
This episode of One Shot was edited and sound designed by Tracy Barnett. You can find more of their work online, anywhere, at The Other Tracy. That's it for One Shot this week, but do not worry, we will be back with the finale of Brindlewood Bay next week. Heroes, it's time for a call to action. It is a new year, there is a new group of people in Congress, and they need to hear from you immediately. Things may have changed in your district, you may have new elected representatives. Start calling, make sure they know your voice, make sure they know your concerns. Head to fivecalls.org, which is the tool that I use when I make my calls to representatives. There are lists of issues there, there are scripts to read, and they will give you the phone numbers to call. And that includes for all the new people, especially if you are in a district that has uh, new representatives in, in the House of Representatives, because some things have changed there. And we need to make sure that all of the Republican people who are there have pressure from us to know exactly what we expect from them. It's a job that they have, in theory, earned, so let's make sure that they're doing the work that they they need to do for us. Thanks, heroes. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network, in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.